Smartcast. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's a change happening in the way we live, the way we work, the way we spend our money, and make our decisions. We are evolving to be more conscious in our actions in a way that serves the world and makes it a better place. Welcome to The Ethical Evolution. The Ethical Evolution podcast is brought to you by Ethical Change Agency. I'm Bindi, I'm the founder, and my mission is to help ethical entrepreneurs and holistic healers to find their voice through spiritual coaching and podcasting. I'm honoured to bring you the stories of those who create change through healing, kindness, innovation, purpose and spirit. Understanding that to create collective change, we need to be the change. It all begins with us. Alex Duanis is a personal trainer and coach based in Gainesville, Florida. At the age of 28, he is the owner of the Lion's Den Gym, where he helps those who are lost find their potential and purpose to live their best life. Alex and I cover the habits that make us or break us and how to consistently get results in all areas of our lives. Alex left inspired, so I hope you do too. Welcome, Alex, to the Ethical Evolution. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Now, uh, you and I have been chatting offline for I don't know how long, like I think uh, you and I can chat forever, but you're joining us from Gainesville, Florida. For those people who don't know who you are, can you go ahead and tell us? Yes. So um, my name is Alex. I'm 28 years young. I live in Gainesville, Florida, and um, I've been working out since I was 12 years old. So I've been working out for the past 15 years. Um, I learned how to do mixed martial arts when I was 15. Just because um, I had, I was very disciplined by my father. I played baseball for eight years, but he was very disciplined verbally and physically, which I truly believe the best things in life, life happens for us, never to us. Um, I was bullied at school. I wasn't the biggest guy. I'm like five, I'm five, seven, 165 pounds. But it all led me to learn how to fight. All learned, um, led me to become a better person. And um, as I grew up, I, um, I've always loved sports. So boxing, wrestling, um, weightlifting, and, but I was never really good at school. Um, school never made me feel very smart. I, um, I just went to school to honestly um, work out, flirt with girls, and <laughs> just pass, you know, C's mm. get degrees, you know. And so throughout school, I remember my senior year, um, one of our teachers asked us, he's like, who's going to college here? And maybe three of us raised people, three of them raised their hand. I didn't raise my hand. I was like, college? There's no way I'm not mm. smart enough. And so, um, School never made me feel smart. And so when I left school, I was like, what am I going to do like for work? I don't I have no idea. I was like, say, like, why don't you just, you know, work at a gym, become a trainer. And I thought to myself, I can get paid to teach people what I like to do. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's, that sounds nice. And so, and I get a free gym membership. Oh, sign me up where? And so uh, by the time I was 18, 19, I, um, I decided I became a personal trainer 
And I started training people. And, um, but then my friend convinced me because he's like, brother, you, you need to go to college. He convinced me to go to college. And I said, I'll go to college. So I went to college for about one semester. But the minute I walked into class, I looked at the board, I looked around and I told myself, damn, another four years of this, I just couldn't fathom. So after that semester ended, um, didn't do good. Um, I remember watching um, Arnold on this YouTube video, this motivational video of, of Arnold. And I've already been lifting at that point since I was 12, I was 19, 97, like seven years. And I'm like, that's what I want to do. I want to become Mr. Olympia. So I left school, went back home, and I just pursued bodybuilding for the next, I would say, till I was about 25. And I, I, I didn't drink. That's another thing, too. Like, I stayed very focused with mm. the sports and discipline have, have been, discipline has been the key to my life because I believe everybody can be disciplined. And so discipline was pretty much choosing purpose over pleasure. Instead of having, instead of having a lot of fun, put, put in the work and then the work will pay off eventually. And so I never really drank until I was 19. So I had a, I, I drank and then I'm like, okay, after two months in college, then I, then I didn't drink again until I was 25. So I was never in that, that I, w- I never put myself in a position where my energy was low. Mm-hmm. I've always had high energy because I truly believe, I'm not saying alcohol is the worst thing in the world, but it does lower your, your, your fire. Mm-hmm. And so um, I've always had a high energy. I've always had, like people say ADHD, ADD, but I believe it's a gift. And so it's allowed me to focus on, people say ADD makes you focus on many things, but when you learn discipline, you learn to use that energy towards one thing. To me, that was bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. And so I, but I competed twice. And in my second bodybuilding show, I decided to take steroids. My first show, I did it naturally because I was like, you know what? I want to see if I like this. I was training natural for 13 years at that point. I'm like, I want to see if I even like this before I even go into that. I liked it. I came in sixth place. They said, okay, this next year, I want to, I want to, I want to take it to the top. I got a really good coach. He guided me through the whole process. At the end of it, I did it, but it wasn't everything every, everybody thinks it is. Everyone mm. sees you on stage and, and especially now every, everybody glamorizes the bodybuilding on TikTok and taking and a lot of teens are encouraged to take steroids mm. and i'm like you have no idea the side effects the horrible side effects your it's hormones so you're dealing with estrogen your testosterone your mood i had a lot of mood swings i had acne it was a lot of give for not much reward so by the end of my first body my second bodybuilding show like i did win but i was broke and my 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 mental state was nowhere near good after that i uh the girlfriend had had at some time, she wanted to move back to Gainesville. I wasn't in the best relationship. It was actually not a good relationship, as we all get into at one point in our lives. Mm-hmm. But I tell people, you, you, you don't know what you want until you don't know what you, what you don't want, you know? Yep. yep. And so once I moved, once she told me, when she said, Alex, I'm moving to Gainesville with or without you. I'm like, man, what am I going to do? I'm like, I had a really good friend of mine living here who worked for UFPD. And he said, brother, we've been best friends since you were 13, since for like 13 years. And we'd love to work out. He's a cop here, great guy. He's a like, come move in, come move with me. I have a room for you. I came to Gainesville. She came. We both came. And um, I lived with him. And about two months into living here, I, I ended the relationship. And I found myself in a room on this air mattress. I had boxes everywhere because I just brought everything in my car. I boxes everywhere. I had no job lined up. I had no degree. I had $300 to my name. And I, like, I had a few friends here, but that's all I knew. And so 
once I got here, I was like, I need to do something. So I worked as a, I worked in valet to get my cash up. I always tell people, I'm like, if you need fast cash, try to work a valet job. <laughs> I, I didn't have time to just get a job and get paid every two weeks. I needed cash now. I've never really had a nine to five. I've always been a trainer, mm. you know, and it's, and I lived with my mom for a very long time because I always wanted to have a training business. And I always thought to myself, and I had mentors who taught me, it's like, just keep your overhead low. It allows you to work, allows you to work on things that don't pay you immediately. And so coming here, um, 2020, I got a job at a gym called Crunch that opened up here. I worked there for about two months and then COVID hit. Mm. Everything shut down. So finally, after I got an opportunity to work somewhere, I'm like, man, there we mm-hmm. go. So they shut down. But it also opened up an opportunity. There were no gyms around. People still wanted to train. And um, I remember sitting on the couch. We were getting all stimulus checks in the beginning. Mm. So nobody had to really work. All right. I was paying my rent. It was fine. But it got to a point where now I was kind of running out of money. And I was seeing this girl at a time. She was a chiropractor. So she was still practicing chiropractor. And she told me, Alex, you need to get up and make some money. What she even said, she's like, I don't care if you sell cocaine. Go, go, <laughs> go make some money. I don't care. But she was just like, tell me, like, go make some money. Mm. And I sat there. I need to get a restaurant job. So a day before I went to work, I thought to myself, Alex, you're 25 years old. Are you really going to go and work at a restaurant? Like, this is it. This is a, this is a turning point in my life. You're 25. Are you going to go back to work at a restaurant? Or are you going to make personal training work? Because personal training worked, but I always put bodybuilding first. And whatever your priorities are is what you're going to go for. And I said, I'm going to have to make this work. Mm. I put bodybuilding second because it was always my dream. But I said, this is second. Personal training is first. And from then, I just started messaging people, getting people to train because I teach boxing. That's why I have boxing gloves in this, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So I teach boxing. And so I didn't need much equipment. So I started messaging people, hey, come work out with me. It's a dollar a minute, 30 minutes, $30. Let's just try it out. One after one person after another, they started liking it. Hey, hey I'll do two times a week. I'll do three times a week. And they had a friend and they had a friend. And I would train them outside. And eventually, I, I racked up a good amount of clients. But like in anything in entrepreneurship, shit happens. Mm -hmm. And about a month and a half in, I'm finally making some money. I'm doing what I love. I I catch COVID. And I'm like, oh, man. And so I'm sitting on the couch and I'm thinking to myself, I'm feeling sick. And I'm like, I can't train my clients, but I need the money. I'm like, Alex, this is between ethics, morals, Mm. and and, and money. What are you going to choose? Are you going to try to train your clients when you're sick? Or are you going to tell them that you can't? I told them I couldn't. Mm -hmm. So I stopped, stopped training them. A week later... I was living, uh, the house I was living at, my buddy calls me. He's like, Alex, you can't train anybody here anymore. Like, it's a liability. Like, my, mm. my friends are telling me it's not a good idea. So I sat there and I looked at him. I just got COVID about a week ago. I'm just recovering. And now I just got told I can't train my people there. I sat there and he looked at me and said, why are you upset? I'm like, I'm not upset. I'm like, this is what entrepreneurship is. It's what are you going to do when you, hit, when you hit an obstacle? What are you going to do? And so I pivoted and I'm like, there's a park right nearby. So I, t- and I texted my, I'm like, Hey, we're gonna have to train at the park. And they were like, that's fine. We went to the park. We started training. And that's when eventually there's a, there's a community called games for word of mouth. Mm-hmm. Posted a video of like, Hey, who's interested in boxing? If and it blew up mm-hmm. and it's crazy how the cornerstone of, of life is that I'm training people there. And I posted and it blew up, got like a hundred likes in there, got 20, 20 messages like me, me, I want to train, I want to train. And so then I, people just start circling in and I got a good base of clients. 
And eventually I was training, no overheads. I was bringing in like two, $3,000. I'm like, oh man, I'm rich, you know? Because before then I really wasn't making much money. I was making maybe like, like $20,000 $20, a year, just living in my mom's house, trying to work on something. And then once I made that, I'm like, my life changed, you know? But like anything, there's more obstacles in life. <laughs> yep. And it's Florida. So it started raining a lot. Mm. So I'm like, ah, oh. so I was canceling client after client. I cancel, can't, we can't train, we can't train. And I found myself again, like, man, what am I going to do? I have to look for a place. So I started looking around for places, but it's like anything. Oh, you need a whole year contract. Um, mm. You need to do month. You need to do month. It's $2,000 a month. I'm like, man, I can't afford that right now. And eventually I kept looking around and I found this, this storage unit place. And I'm like, okay. Let me see what's here. I come here with a buddy of mine who does real estate. He asked him a bunch of questions. And I told people, if you don't have the answers, find someone who does have the answers. <laughs> yep. So I, he came here. He asked him a bunch of questions. Like, is it month to month? How big is it? What are the rules? This, this. And he got that done for me. And I was left with the choice. I'm like, it's month to month. It's this. We can You can train people. Are you going to do it? I'm like, man, am I going to do this? Am I really going to get another rent? I'm like, let's go for it. What am I going to do? Not do it? And so eventually I came in here. And this is where I just... I got paint. I started painting things. I matted the place down. And um, I just started making this my my number one thing. And eventually you realize that if you just stay consistent and apply that discipline to everything, it will it you will you'll flourish. Mm. And in this industry, at least for me, it all depends on me. If I'm not disciplined, I can't lead. Mm. Clients look up to me. They can only go as far as I've gone. If I'm not disciplined, if I'm drinking, if I'm smoking, if I'm doing all these other things, I'm letting them have an escape. Mm. Oh, but you do this. You do this. And so I truly believe in this industry, number one, you have to care a lot. I care a lot about my clients. Mm. That's the first thing that matters to me. Because without them, then I, I can't live the life that I live. I love the life I live. And that's why they're my number one priority. And I, that's why I pride myself on customer service. My client has a question, what up? What do you need? Like, I got my phone on me all the time. They have access to me all the time. And so now I'm just, I'm doing this, but I'm also now really focusing on building an, um, an online business because um, I've kind of transcended to helping people build better habits. Cause it's not, I'm not a trainer anymore. I'm a coach. A trainer teaches you to work out and how to eat. Mm. A coach helps you make better decisions in life mm. because it's not just about, oh, I need to work out, I need to eat. I'm like, no. What time do you wake up at? What do you, what do, you do in the morning? Do you have time for yourself? Are you investing into yourself? Are you making yourself better? What decisions are you making? And so now I have a private Facebook group that I go live three days a week, which is mindset training. Mm. We pick a top self-awareness, discipline, consistency. Where are you lacking? Why did you make that decision? How can we make a better decision? And, um, that's where I be, I'm becoming more of a coach. I've transcended from a trainer I'm just teach people how to eat and train. My job is to help you make better decisions in life. So you can have a better quality of life. I just want people to have a better quality of life. I've had, I want to say I've had a hard life, but I want to help you. I've healed myself. Just like you said, mm-hmm. healing process. Mm-hmm. I believe our goal in life is after we heal ourselves, it's not to heal others. It's to show others how they can heal themselves. Absolutely. And mm. um, this is where I'm at in my life. 
Alex, oh my God, so much to unpack. And we already had spoken about some stuff offline. And, um, you know, we were talking about, you know, the time that you you wake up. And right now here in Australia, in Brisbane, it's nearly 7.30 at night. Um, and it's nearly 5.30 there in Gainesville uh, on a Thursday morning. No, Friday morning. Um, You're on Friday, Friday morning. morning. Yes. Yeah, so we're on the same day. Yay. Um, <laughs> so, um, and you know, it led me to thinking about, um, uh, Mark Wahlberg and now he has, is it the 4am club? It's a 4am club. Yeah. 4am yeah, club. Yes, yes. And he gets up at stupid o'clock every day and yeah. works out and has amazing nutrition and all these kind of things. And all these people sign up to it and it's their thing. There's other performance coaches who are the first thing they do when they get out of bed it's make their bed you know it's not look at a phone it's not anything else it's make their bed that is their number one thing you know so we can discipline ourselves however which way we need to and what you were getting to right there is it's our mindset you know like our outer appearance is a, a re- re- reflection of our inner appearance Really, you know, so um, and I, I, I'm going to make a lot of jokes here, please just bear with me uh, because I also, uh, you and I have so much in common, you're not even going to believe it, right? So let me take you through it. So when I was finishing high school, I was into bodybuilding as well. Yes. So I was in, I think, grade 11, grade, nearly grade 12. Anyway, things are a little bit different here. But I was going to the gym after school every day and I was going with my cousin who ended up in the army. Um, Sadly, he's since passed away. But um, we used to go to the gym every afternoon and, you know, I'd be on all supplements and doing all the things, you know, come on, you know, let's work work this out. And I really got into it. And even um, later in life, my my back room here, I built this house, the back room here is a dedicated home gym. Yes, it does not see me as much as it should, Alex. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm dealing it's with honest, some things. Uh, hey, I'm living it. vicariously through you. So, um, yep, I know. I know it's there. I know I need to do it. But um, mindset is so important because if your mindset's not there, you're not going to show up, right? Because your mind is the one thing that makes your body move. Mm-hmm. And when we talk about things like anxiety or depression, all these kind of things, that's the last thing you want to do, right? Last thing you want to do. But it's the one thing that makes you feel better. It's the one Absolutely. thing, one Always. thing. Always. Forget Always. nutrition, forget everything else. Get off your ass and get in the gym. 100%. Like you will feel so much better. And it, again, it's the hormones, it's the dopamine, it's all of those things that you get from just moving, you know. Mm-hmm. Those 100%. things help your mindset. But – <laughs> One of the questions I did want to ask you, aside from all of this, um, because, you know, I've, <laughs> I've been to so many gyms, I've done so many workouts, I've done so many physical challenges, I've been in marathons, I've done all the things. To look at me, you're probably laughing at me, but no, it's true. Um, but <laughs> my question for you is, um, and I'm double your age, can I just say that, um, <laughs> is what's your favourite workout like what's your favorite exercise like i'm i'm down for a really good lat pull down what about you you know it's when you say my favorite exercise my favorite workout honestly it's it's the one i don't want to do i would say (laughs) it really is and um 
because it's just, a, it's a testament of my mindset, you know, because I can say I love benching. I can say I love doing pull-ups, but example, yesterday I didn't feel like working out at all. I don't want to, I was like, I don't want to do this, but I knew it, that's exactly why I had to do it. And so like, my favorite is, it's the one I don't want to do. If I don't want to do this, if I don't do in squats, if I don't want to do lunges, if I don't want to do like the, the incline, I'm like, I, I need to do it now. I need to do it now because I'm, I, I've trained myself to think, I don't like this one better than this one. Which one is going to get me to where I need to go? If I need to do calves, I'm going to do calves. If I need to do abs, I need to do abs. I don't feel like doing it. Now I need to do it. And I've set myself up to like, anything you don't want to do, but you know it's going to get you what you ultimately want. Now you have to do it because I'm not going to allow my feelings to be in control of what I need to do. And I tell people there's one sentence that will always keep you from getting your, the body you want, the mind you want, the confidence you want, the self-esteem you want. And it's, I don't feel like working out. Mm. That one sentence right there will hold you back from all the things that you're trying to achieve. Feeling better, looking better, feeling confident because you're relying on the one thing that got you to where you are now. Your feelings. Mm. And, Time and, place. and getting back to the, those results, you know, like once you get in the gym and you, or you change your nutrition and you're getting results, and you're like, wow, this shit works, right? And then you're like, hmm, I'm going to do some more of that because that's really good. That is the stuff that spurs it on, right? So once you get a result, you keep doing that. But it's right. getting that started that is the challenge because people are so weighed down in those feelings of, oh, it's just too hard. No, I'm, I'm not getting up early. You know, I need my sleep. Oh, my back hurts. Nah, screw this. I'm not doing it. Nah, it's just too hard. But those are all just stories we tell ourselves, right? If we change the stories we tell ourselves, like, oh, that's going to feel so much better once I do it. Yeah. You know, how good am I going to feel in my clothes once I do that? How good is my body going to feel, you know? The feeling, it was still got the feelings, but in a different way. Yeah. It's how you say it, how you say it to yourself. Yeah. And honestly, sometimes it's also telling yourself, like, I'm not going to like, shut up. <laughs> Cause there's a voice in our head. <laughs> yes. There's a voice in our head. I don't know if I can curse on here. Go, <laughs> but, go bro. Go. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, cause I sounds like, oh man, like it, it, it's three Oh five in, in my bed. I'm like, I'm like, get up. You need to fucking get up. Go, go like coaching yourself. Cause there's always two voices in your head. And there's one that really wants you to do what you need to do. And there's one that doesn't, that wants to take the comfortable route. Mm-hmm. And so whichever one you constantly listen to is the one that's always going to be louder. It's going to be stronger. And so when you start waking up, that's what I tell people, just start waking up early. You want to build discipline? Discipline is telling yourself to do something when you don't feel like doing it and keeping your word. Most people don't respect themselves because they don't keep their word. You wonder why you lack confidence is because you keep lying to yourself. If you had a friend who always said, hey, let's do this, or I'm going to do this and doesn't do it, you don't have respect for that person. You don't believe that person no more. If they say something to you and it's a lie, think of how you look at someone who lies to you. Like, how do, why do you lie to me? It's the same thing for ourselves. You lie to yourself, you lose respect for yourself. Then your word means nothing. And so you feel disappointed. You feel guilty. You lose respect. And you wonder why you don't have confidence. The gym isn't just about building confidence. It's about keeping your word to yourself mm. and say, I'm going to wake up tomorrow at six. And when you don't, you wake up already disappointed in yourself. Mm-hmm. Whether you, whether you think about it or not, you feel disappointed because you said you were going to do something and now you didn't. But contrary, when you do wake up and you get through that little hurdle, you feel like, all right, cool. Like you mm-hmm. brag about it. 
I woke up early today. Yeah, I woke up. I went to the gym today. You feel proud of yourself. Yeah. And it changes your whole day, doesn't it? Like you're like, oh, yeah, I've done my workout. I'm so good. Uh And otherwise you're like, Jesus, I'm a bloody loser, you know? Like so. I didn't work out this morning. I missed my workout. You feel guilty. Mm. You feel disappointed. And look at the effects that has on you throughout your day, your your mood, your emotions. And you wonder why you had a rough day. Well, Mm -hmm. let's look at the morning. There's a saying that goes, win the morning, win the day. Mm. Yes. If, 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 because when the alarm goes off, that what is your first decision of the day? <laughs> snooze or get up. You know, yeah, snooze or get up. And so when you <laughs> said that, when, I have a morning routine, which is I wake up. And when you said, like, most guys don't check their phones, I'm the opposite. Here's why. The minute my alarm goes off, I turn it off. I open Instagram. I swipe to the right. I swipe up and I put the time. Mm. It's accountability. Yes. Mm-hmm. I put three o'clock and I force myself to think about something positive and to write. You know, I think about something positive to write and I'll even show you this morning because it keeps me accountable because I know someone's thinking someone needs that motivation. Someone needs there, someone there. So this is his morning. It's and I'll read it to you. It's 3 a.m. It says adversity to average people equals pain. Adversity to world-class performers is their normal, their mental training ground. And this is it. You know, a lot of a lot of high-performing people wake up very early because they make a lot out of their day. And, you know, like we, we can talk about all of the circadian rhythms and all those kind of things, you know, like depending on which hemisphere you're in, it, it, it differs. But, you know, right now here in Australia we're going into – a cooler season so what used to be yeah. sunrise for me is not anymore so when i hit five fifteen, it's like hmm, where's the sun gone um so it <laughs> makes it a little harder you know it's like bitch please the sun's not here so why should i be you know <laughs> yeah it makes it a little bit harder mm. and, and, and you realize that it's what's going to separate you from where you are to where you want to be mm-hmm. it's close to Closes the gap because mm. you can control that. You can control what time you wake up at. Now, you can control that. if we get back to mindset, Alex, like early morning, like for me, I don't know what it's like there in Gainesville, but for me, generally, when I get up early before the sun, um, uh-huh. you have that peace, you have that quiet, you have that stillness, you have that mm-hmm. consciousness, you have that moment to just go, huh, this is now. It's being present, it's being grounded, it's being in the moment. And most people, when they wake up, when the sun comes up, maybe eight, nine, whatever your time is, if you get up at nine, Jesus, I love you. Uh, but, <laughs> you know, whenever you get up, um, particularly later in the morning, there's more noise, there's more, uh, you know, uh, just busyness around you. The energy is is frantic. You know, people are doing things. They want to get everywhere. They want to do everything. But when you get up that earlier, like even even nature, right? Nature's like, oh, we're not quite there yet, but we're with you. You know, it's quiet. Nature's just like, give me a minute. Yeah. Yeah. But a little bit later, it's like, (laughs) hello. Yeah, everything's waking up. Isn't it different? You know, like, and so the mindset is so big and the timing is so big, not just for people, but for nature. Like, oh, and, yeah, this is this is a big out. telling tale, isn't it? Like, nature has it figured out. Nature mm. has been here longer than us. I tell people. <laughs> so, 
been here longer than us. Just watch how everything works. Mm. That, that peace in the morning. And that's what I've found out. I'm like, just wake up, brush teeth, splash some water on your face. And honestly, the people who high performing people wake up early because they realize it's not about them. It's not about them. Um, one of the best things I was taught was like, when you wake up is think, how can I best serve others? Mm. I, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in the business of serving people. If you think about someone who doesn't want to wake up, it's like, I'm tired. I had a long day yesterday. I, I have to work today. I, they use the word I five times. Mm. Think about themselves. They're not thinking about everybody else that they, that they, that that's relying on them. And so they don't become reliable. And so I'm tired. I want to go to the gym. I've had a long day. I, I, it's selfish. Ego, ego is a big thing, isn't it? Like ego gets in our way and we get in the way of ourselves. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, um, as I've been saying, Alex, you know, like there's been several different kind of things I've done in my life that were physical challenges. I, I, okay, let me tell you this story. I did a eight week uh, body transformation challenge about mm, seven years ago, which was with a well-known bodybuilder here in Australia. Um, the nutrition, the the fitness, everything. I was working out twice a day, eating six meals a day. Um, it was full on. You know, someone who works a full-time corporate job doing this at the same time, working out, doing all the things. I'm like, no, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this shit. I think it was the first or second day when I took all the supplements and I threw up. I went... What the hell am I doing? But that was me purging all the shit, you know? And I was like, no, keep going, keep going. Anyway, I did the full eight weeks. I lost 15 kilos and um, I sustained the entire thing. But it was just like, wow, that was super hard. You know, like this, this is not normal life. This is bodybuilder life, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's not sustainable over a long term unless that's all you've got to do in your life. Um, And, you know, training for a marathon as well. Like that was bloody hard, you know, going to the gym every day doing I don't know how many miles on a bloody treadmill and, you know, really getting yourself ready to do such a a long run or walk um, was hard, you know. But it's like having that end goal in mind, having that motivation, having that fire in your belly when you go – this is my end goal. There's, and like you were saying before, there's no no negotiables. You have your non-negotiables. So every day, my non-negotiable is this. You know, we do not forgive that. We do not stop at this. You have your boundaries, right? So you're like, okay, we're not going to screw up our diet. We're going to do the right thing. We're going to do the workouts. We're going to show up. We're going to have the right mindset. We're going to do all the things. Um, and – you know, after a while, it becomes a habit, and you're like, "Yeah, huh?" So this is, you know, part of who I am now. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's when you break that habit, you go, "Oh, geez, that was really hard," you know? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Once you break the habit, it's like, "Who are you again?" Mm. And that's why I think that's why I think goals are great. But if you aim for the result, that's why most people when they get the result, it's like they they fall off because mm. it's like they did it for that. You know, and it's, it's, and yes, you build a habit, but I, I was telling somebody, I'm like, I'm almost at 90 days for 3am. I'm like, it's a habit by now, but there's not one single morning where I'm like, oh man, I'm tired. There's not a mm-hmm. single morning. that It's like, you know what? Because the habit something you don't even think about. You put your pants on, you don't think about it. That's a habit. 
Put your shirt on. It's a habit. You don't think about the things. The habits are things you don't think about. I wake. I think about waking up at 3 a.m. in the morning. I'm like, oh, man, I'm tired. It's early. <laughs> I'm like, this won't get easier. It doesn't get easier. Mm. But when you can make a decision from the morning that's very difficult like that, every other decision throughout your day becomes easier. Mm. But that way. You know, You're deciding. Go ahead. Alex, one of the things I tell a lot of people um, when I get interviewed um, is that uh, my, my, in my first podcast, I tell my story about how all of the things that happened to me where I fell down, all the adversity, all these kind of things. Why am I telling people about all the things that went wrong? You know, like, what's the message here? I'm like, who the hell do I think I am? And I sat there and I listened. And the message I got back was because without the fool, there's no value in getting back up again. You know, so if you don't get back up, like I was just saying, you know, first week I bloody threw up and I was <laughs> I was having bloody blue pre-workout. I don't know what the hell it was. I was throwing up blue, I don't know, whatever. And I was like, this is shit. <laughs> but I kept going. You know, I had shin splints from working out on the bloody treadmill. I kept going. So it was like, you know, you just got to get up again. You don't give yeah, up. You keep going. You find your new normal. And just like we found out through a pandemic, it's finding a new normal, finding that new space to expand into. And, you know, I liken it to a trampoline and I joke about it a lot, but there's no up without the down. You know, when you fall, you got to get back up again, right? There's there's a balance in life. There's a light and there's a dark. There's a contrast. Without one, there's no other. And it's the same when we look at our fitness or our health or our Transformation in life, exactly yeah. the same. Our love lives, our relationships, our spirituality. Um, let me ask you a question. When someone says, let me, what do you think about when somebody says, I'm trying to find balance? What do you think about that? Hmm. Uh, my first thought is what, what's so out of balance? You know, because a lot of people, I don't, I don't really believe in balance mm. because – Everyone's, you never find someone that says, I have balance. Mm, no one does. There's <laughs> no, no such one. thing. Nobody does. Everyone's always like, I'm, I'm trying to find balance. I'm trying. Everyone's always looking. Has anyone found it? You no. know? No, because I, I truly believe every single day, whatever role you're playing, you're balancing that role. Whether you're, you're at work, whether you're with your friends, your family, whether you're with God. Um, your spirituality and like I, I go with your spirituality, God, but I love God. God you know, I don't, I'm not a religious person. I don't go to church, but I, I have a very great relationship with God every morning. That's another thing in my morning routine. I have the book called Jesus Calling in the Bible. Without God, I want to be where I am today. Uh, I, after that breakup, I was in a really bad depression. Depression, anxiety, I didn't want to do anything. Just like everyone goes through. Mm-hmm. I think breakups have been my biggest downfalls in my life. I'm a big lover. I love to love and it doesn't always work well for me. And so it's part of life, but it's taught me one of the greatest lessons. That's why anyone that's going through a breakup, this is good for you. Mm. Anytime you go through a breakup, you always come out on top most of the time, you know? It's like any break in life, you know, like you think about a broken bone, you think about a wound, it grows stronger when it heals, you know? So Mm. I think you think about a relationship, you think about anxiety, you think about depression once you get on the other side of that. You're going to be a lot stronger. You're going to learn something. You're going to have a whole new tool set you didn't have before. Yeah. Um, but one of the things I wanted to ask you, Alex, and I, I know probably people listening are curious about this after listening to your story, and that is, and again, this is going to come back to how 
crazy it is how much our stories are alike. So when I was in high school, I was really into art, right? And in my senior years, I did a project that was based on bodybuilding and steroids. And Mm. it had a, you know, a, a muscular figure that was a man and there were needles pointed in different parts of the body and it it, it it basically showed life breaking apart. It was a, it was an artistic visualisation of steroid use. I was like, wow, this is pretty, pretty full on for grade nine. Okay, fine. Yeah. Anyway, I still have it somewhere. Um, but when you said that, I was like, hmm, okay. I've always wanted to speak to someone about steroid use because back in the day, like I'm talking the 90s, um, it was really popular back then. Um, and, you know, more so into the 2000s, but not so much now. Like people want to be natural, they want to be vegan, they want to be all the kind of things in terms of nutrition. But what did steroids do to you? What do steroids do to you? Mm. So it's funny you say that because nowadays, like I don't know if you're on TikTok a lot, but on TikTok – they push steroids like it's candy. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, I'm going to take trend. Oh, you should take on. Everyone just pushes um, steroids on. I've never seen it so much in my life. And I, I think if I had TikTok back in the day, I would have taken steroids sooner. Mm-hmm. But I was never into steroids to get bigger. I love working out because it cured my depression. It cured my anxiety. It helped me through breakups. Working out to me, I worked out naturally for 13 years. I, I speak to some guys who've been working out for two years. Hey, what steroids do you think I should take? Hey, what should I take with this? How long have you been working out for? Oh, a year and a half. I'm like, okay. Naturally, cool. These guys don't even have more than two years under their belt, and they want to start taking steroids because they think that's the secret to it. So I tell people, I tell people the, the, the other side of steroids, which is, yes, you get muscles, but with anything good comes some, something bad. It's just like that. And so the biggest thing with steroids, and I, I'm free to open talk about it because I'm not ashamed of it. Mm. I'm not, most people won't talk about steroids or admit they're on steroids because they get criticized, number one. And, but the majority, the biggest reason someone will not tell you, especially influencers, why they're taking steroids is because they feel like you're going to take credibility away. Yeah. The minute you see someone with a good body and say, oh, yeah, I'm taking steroids, immediately you think, oh, you look that way because of steroids. But it's not the truth. Because if that was the key, everyone just said take steroids. Mm. Steroids doesn't wake you up to go to the gym. Steroids doesn't make you eat six times a day. Steroids doesn't make you drink water. Steroids doesn't stop you from drinking alcohol. Steroids doesn't stop you from doing drugs, other drugs, right? So in order for you to have a good body, you still need to do all this. Steroids just adds to it. So what steroids really is, is just men have testosterone. Mm. Right? to break it down like men have testosterone they have testicles when you testosterone is what helps us build muscle build muscle and recover and get stronger now when you inject testosterone the first thing that happens is your testicles stop working they stop producing as much they stop producing testosterone we like the body like okay we have a lot of testosterone stop producing Mm. so you're not not producing your natural testosterone so now you're injecting this testosterone as as your testosterone goes up so does your estrogen because the body's constantly trying to balance itself Mm. Now, testosterone, if it, like, it's what makes us men, facial hair, acne, anger, all these things. And so when you take testosterone, you take another compound. There's many compounds, but ultimately, ultimately the goal of steroids is to help you build muscle faster and recover faster. Mm. 
Mm. That's ultimately what it is to the to the base of what steroids is to get a, a result faster. Because the more you can recover faster, the more muscle you can break down faster, as opposed to somebody who's natural. It takes them a little bit longer to recover. takes them a little bit longer to build more muscle. But you're messing with hormones now. And so mm. when I was taking it, I would take a different compound. And every compound might give you a different side effect. It's like a video game. You take this yeah. super hard. You have this is your this is your weakness. Mm-hmm. Superman's kryptonite. Batman has no superpowers. You know, take away his money. You know, yeah. so you always have like a, you always have like a kryptonite, and um, it can be your estrogen goes up, and so you break out. You have you have um, um, gyno. Mm. Um, you have, I started having some, and so some people get surgery for you. Start developing a little ball right here, um, acne anger, loss of hair, um, you age faster. So these are all the side effects. All for you to, what people think is the answer to getting more muscle. But in reality is, this is something that takes time. Mm. And that that screws with your, your mind as well, right? Like those hormones just go wild, like, and they ruin your relationships, everything, you know, like, everything. yeah. Think about a woman on a period. Mm. Like you, you guys, like like women. I, I've trained clients who are on their period of times, and I can see how they fluctuate. Mm. And it's their hormones. Now imagine a man on that. Yeah, it's like a man. Yeah, you're just messing with your like hormones. Maxed so, out. Yeah, yeah. People, people like to show the great things of it, but they never show that dark side. Also, I think one of the worst parts of it is you have to pin yourself. People don't understand. You become someone. You become somewhat of a nurse. Yeah. Like you. First of all, you have to look for the drugs. Number one. Number two, you got to make sure they're clean. Then you're, then you have to go buy the needles. Then you have to go and learn how to pull from a vial. Then you have to go into the bathroom. You have to make sure you don't hit your sciatic nerve. You have to make sure you don't hit a vein. And so now you're messing with like risking so much Mm. and people don't talk about there's times where I was sweating in the bathroom trying to pin myself because like once you get bigger, like it's hard to reach around if you don't have someone to do it for you. And I'm like, man, this is like a lot of work. You know, but back in the day in the nineties, Arnold would be like, Hey, can you pin me real quick? You know, in the locker room, <laughs> room. it was like nothing, you know, back in the day, mm. I, I, I like, I like talking about steroids because I want to tell people if you're going to take steroids, only take it. If you're going to compete, that's my advice. Mm. If you, and do your first show natural, go do a nat, do your first show natural. Who cares if you win or not? It's not about that. It's about getting up there. Can you diet down for 12 weeks and not cheat and get on stage? And if you like it, then go. But if you're just trying to take it just to look good, you're putting your heart, your kidneys, your relationships, you're putting all that risk for mm. what? Some little bit more, for a, a little bit of quicker results that once you get off it, they kind of go away. If you don't have the eating down, if you don't have the habit of working out, you know, but I'll never, I'll never tell someone not to take it because I think everyone needs to learn. If you and, want to take stuff, take it. Yeah. And that's it. You know, coming back to the motivation of, of a, even like, being healthy, working out, all those kind of things. You know, like for women, um, you know, like we look at social media and a lot of it is, oh, you got to lose weight. You got to, uh, you, you can only have this many calories. You got to like, you know, blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. That should not be your motivation. Your motivation should be that it makes you feel better, makes your mindset great. You know, you, you want to actually get up and move. It's about feeling good about yourself. It's not about the calorie deficit and budget that you have every day, you know, like um, I think your motivation for getting up and moving should be very different than what the media makes it out to be. Right, right. And I I love how you say the word motivation because I love motivation, but I think people try to rely on motivation too much. Mm. Mm. Because motivation, what is motivation? It's a feeling. Mm. Exactly. I feel motivated. 
I feel motivated. I, and what do we say? If you keep, if I feel like working out. I don't feel like working out. If you rely on your feeling, you will never get the things that you want. Mm. And so I believe more in discipline. Motivation is great. Motivation is phenomenal, but it's not enough to get the job done. And everyone's like, I don't feel motivated. It's like, I tell people, if you want to feel motivated, that's like having money. If mm. you didn't work, you didn't have, you wouldn't have money. So if you don't work out, you're not going to have motivation. People wait to get motivated before they go work out. But I'm like, you have to earn that. Why is such a good feeling going to be just given to you? Sorry about the, the, the trash man over here. That's okay. <laughs> it's early there, I understand. Um, no, no, no. But one of the things I also try to put in my mindset is if I'm a successful person and I want to be one of those people, is, is this the actions I take in my life? Like, do I just sit on my ass and watch Netflix or do I get up and do I work out? You know, like, do are these the re- reflections of someone who's successful? Mm-hmm. You know, it depends on the success and it's, it's practicing principles. Like, for example, your podcast and things like that. It's like, I know if I go to the gym when I don't want to, I'm practicing discipline. Mm-hmm. And how you do anything is how you do everything. So if you can discipline yourself to do something you don't always like to do, say you go into the gym waking up early, think about what you're going to do when it comes to your podcast. Doing something you not, you don't always like to do, but you know needs to get done so you can get reach out more people. It can, it can grow your brand because you're just practicing a principle. Mm. And that principle leaks into every other area of your life. You start waking up early every single day and you do that, that, that purpose-driven act leaks into everything else into your life. Because you just become, that principle becomes into your brand, into your relationships, to everything. Because how we do anything is how we do everything. And this is it. And this comes back to a bit of a Tony Robbins uh, chat here, which I'm sure you're aligned to as well. And it's it's all about relating to joy. So for me, you know, when it comes to the podcast, it's relating for, relating to joy. It's relating to what makes me happy. And can I just say, guys, if you're not watching this, Alex is chugging down a big thing of water right now because, you know, you've got to have your three oh, liters yeah. a day. Um, he's, he's chugging it down. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, it comes back to joy, you know, like living life is about joy. And I think when we get back to gratitude and understanding how lucky we are to have this life and if you were to sit there and go, and I don't know whether you do this with people, Alex, but I do. I, I actually said it to someone today. I was like, if you could sit back today and journal this, journal it, if this was the last day you had, Mm-hmm. Is this what you want to do? Right. Is this how you want it to be? If you knew that your life is going to end next week, would you keep living yeah. it the same way? Right. Or would you change it? Change That's it? a really big question that makes people think about all the shit they're doing in their day and how many minutes they spend, right? Well, it mm-hmm. does for me. I don't know about you. No, it, it does. And, I, you know, I always tell people if you had five years left to live, because I feel like when people say, you have a year left to live, oh, I'll sell everything and I'll go travel. I'm like, all right, but if you have five years, you know, five years. But I, I also think people go to extremes when they feel like, oh, if I had this much to live, which is not really practical. I, I ask them, first thing is like, if all jobs paid the same, what would you do? Exactly. And that way, exactly. I, that way I, can, I can find out from there. I'm like, all right, what do you really want to do? If exactly. all jobs paid the same, if a construction worker made as much as a, a top-level CEO, if, they, if every job paid the same, what would you do? Mm-hmm. And then that gets them thinking. And when, whatever answer they say, now we have something to work on. 
why would you do that? Why well, like this? And usually it comes down to their past. It's like, well, I really enjoyed doing this. And then my goal is like, okay, how can we get you one step closer today to actually doing that with social media, with everything around? There's so many tools that you can get paid to do what you ultimately want to do. You just have been taught by your parents or older people that this is the route you have to go. When in reality, there's many ways to make something like what you're doing right now pay you. Mm. And again, it comes back to motivation. Now, I'm going to really rush through this. I have two last questions for you, all right? Uh, first one, how can people get in touch with you, Alex, if they want to find out about the Lions Den and they want to get in there? Um, you can follow my Instagram at the Alex Duenas, um on Instagram. You can follow me on TikTok as well, the Alex Duenas. Um That way you can reach me. You can send me a DM or you can send me a message on TikTok. But um, um, Instagram would probably be the best way. Awesome. Now, last big question for you. What's the change you'd like to see in the world and how can we bring it to life? Um, I want people to be more guided in the right direction in pursuing the things that they keep thinking about. I want to help people believe in themselves. And in order for that to happen is we need to keep spreading positivity through our socials. And if you meet somebody, encourage them. But the only way you can encourage them is if you're practicing your own principles. Practice discipline. Because the only way to inspire people is to do things that are inspiring. And the first thing you can do is by waking up early. That is the hardest thing most people have trouble doing. So if you can learn to wake up early, you're already inspiring people. Because everyone want, loves to wake up early. They don't love to wake up early. They <laughs> want to. So if you can do that and you can inspire them, then you're helping somebody. Make yourself better and you'll make the world better. I love it, Alex. I'm waking up early tomorrow for you, bro. I am doing it and I'm (laughs) going to work out and I'm going to send you photos. All right. Um, Thank you so much for being a part of the ethical evolution. I have loved every single second with you. Thank you so much. I hope we can do it again. I want to, I want to, I want to interview you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm down, bro. I'm down. (laughs) Motivated me because I love to ask questions. As much as I love to talk about myself, I would love to hear what you've gone through, what you've learned. That way I can learn, you know? Mm, So love it. Thank you. Thank you for uh, inspiring me. I appreciate you. Thanks for listening to the Ethical Evolution Podcast. If you're ready to be the change and would love to work with me on finding your voice through spiritual coaching or creating your own podcast with impact, visit ethicalchangeagency.com. Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the city of angels. My IG which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together, we explore vibrations, frequencies, and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress, and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Electric acid.